Russia's war with Napoleon. In these years, we celebrate the 200th anniversary of Russia's war with Napoleon. Why do I speak of these years and not of this year? Russia's war and those of other European countries with Napoleon continued from 1812 to 1815, the year of Napoleon's rout at Waterloo. Napoleon's personal campaign against Russia took place in 1812. On the 24th of June, Napoleon crossed the river Neyman and entered Russia. But on the 6th of December of the same year, after a fierce battle below Berezina, Napoleon quit the army and returned to Paris to recruit new troops. In 1813 and 1814, the Russian army foreign campaign included Prussia, Austria and then England. This uh, resulted in the taking of Paris and the banishment of Napoleon to the island of Elba in the Mediterranean Sea in 1814. But in 1815, Napoleon escaped from Elba, seized Paris, and in the course of 100 days ruled France once again. It was only the rout at Waterloo by the combined armies under Wellington's command that Napoleon finally recognised his defeat and was sent to the island of St Helena in the South Atlantic Ocean. <coughs> However, things were not so simple with Russia as well. Although Napoleon's campaign in Russia began in June 1812, his skirmish with Russian troops began earlier with Suvorov's campaign in northern Italy and Switzerland in 1798 with Russian, Austrian and Prussian support in their war against Napoleon in 1805 to 1807. Let's begin chronologically. Interestingly, in 1798, Napoleon almost became a Russian officer. At this time, Russia was preparing another campaign against Turkey and Russian generals were searching all over Europe for officers to serve in the Russian army. One of these interlocutors approached the young Napoleon who, at the time, had the rank of lieutenant. The Russians offered him a lower rank to enter the Russian army, which he refused. It's a pity because Russia could have acquired a magnificent military leader and the 1812 Patriotic War would not have occurred. In 1796, Napoleon was designated as commander of the Italian army in a year, he defeated the troops of the Sardinian Kingdom and Austria and occupied all of northern Italy. The Austrian Emperor sought assistance from the then Russian Tsar, Paul I. Paul I sent an army to Austria under the command of the legendary but elderly Russian General Alexander Suvorov, who had never lost a single battle in his whole life. In March, Suvorov entered Vienna where he negotiated an agreement with the Austrian army. And after this, in the course of the summer of 1798, liberated the whole of Northern Italy. However, the Austrians did not assist him and only used his victory to strengthen their position in Northern Italy. Suvorov, for example, offered the Austrians a combined campaign against Paris in order to force the French to sue for peace, but the Austrians did not support him. In August 1798, Suvorov's army met fresh units of French troops. Not having Austrian support and fearing encirclement of his small army, Suvorov undertook an unprecedented campaign through the snow-clad alpine passes. 
He successfully did this, scoring several victories over the French. But the campaign against Paris, of course, did not come to pass. So Suvorov returned to Russia. The next time French and Russian troops met in battles was between 1805 to 1807, when Russia unsuccessfully tried to help at first Austria and then Prussia. Russian and Austrian troops suffered heavy defeats at Austerlitz on 2nd of December 1805, when Napoleon, at the zenith of his power, first met the Russian general Kutuzov, who would defeat him in the, in, in the future in Russia. On 14th of June 1807, Russian and Prussian troops again suffered a defeat in Friedland in Prussia. But Napoleon's plan at that time was not to go to war against Russia on its territory, but offer an honourable peace to the Russian Emperor Alexander I, who was ruling at the time. On the 7th of July 1807, the Tilsit Peace was concluded on the artificial island in the middle of the Neman, not far from the Prussian city of Tilsit. Russia joined the continental blockade against England, which Napoleon had declared. This meant a reduction in the quantity of goods exported from England, which of course was unprofitable for England, but it was also unprofitable for Russia, as 70% of all Russian export goods went to England. Russia exported timber, flax, furs, and imported various goods from ships and cannon to tea and coffee. Therefore, Russia repeatedly breached the conditions of the continental blockade, which was not known to Napoleon. But Napoleon understood that having seized a large part of Europe and placed vassal governments there led by his own relatives and friends, he still understood that without victory over Russia and England, he could not become the real ruler of Europe. However, England was separated from Europe by the sea. Napoleon lost a large part of his fleet in battles with the English Navy in 1805 to 1809. Therefore, he decided to first attack continental Russia and then to mount a campaign against England. In 1810 to 1812, a gradual concentration of the French army was taking place on the Russian borders. The actual French army was difficult to identify because the French comprised only a half of the huge 600,000 great army that Napoleon claimed as his own. The second half comprised Italians, Austrians, Prussians and Polish troops under the command of Yu Ponitovsky. At the same time, Polish troops especially fought against the Russian troops as Poland could not excuse Russia for taking part in the division of Poland at the end of the 18th century.